Walking is when your best ideas come to life. The Wisdom Walks podcast and community is an inspired network of over 35,000 dedicated to exploring creative solutions to life's biggest challenges and opportunities. Enjoy listening to our podcast interviews coupled with wisdom from experts and leaders from all walks of life. In-person Wisdom Walks will be scheduled throughout the year. Receive actionable tips to become the leader you were meant to be. Enjoy ideas to be healthier, happier, and more successful. Learn from supportive guests that share wise and highly personal stories of transformation. We'll provide you with prompts and suggested songs to couple with your walks. I'm your host, Lee Mitchell, a community builder and brand strategist. Follow and listen to the Wisdom Walks podcast on your favorite social media platforms with hashtag WisdomWalksPodcast. It's now time to speed up. So I'm here at Thunder Beach and enjoying a little bit of a break. After turning 50, my husband and I drove up to the cottage and with the family. He threw me a really awesome birthday party in the city. And then we came up to the, to the cottage to unwind and to really open things up. And he said, you know... Why don't you and Carmela, which is my, my puppy, who's now two and a half, um, she said, he said, why don't you guys just stay up and, and just have a little time to yourself since you don't have to be back in the city right away. I start teaching next week online, but I don't have any urgency to be anywhere specific, so I can really be anywhere. So decided that I would take him up on his offer and I've been here now for oh close to two weeks almost and let me tell you a self-cation is is an interesting experience a self-cation is wonderful but it brings up emotions and obviously I had a bunch of emotions about turning 50 because I knew that it was that jarring number that made me feel really self-conscious that, you know, I'm getting older and life is getting precious, more precious. And do I have time to do everything I want? Will I stay in good health? You know, will I be able to manage all of the challenges of, of having older children who are making decisions and supporting them? as well as aging parents and all that good stuff, the sandwich generation. So in my reflections while being here, and let me tell you, a self-cation is is a really awesome thing to do. And if you haven't done one, I totally recommend it because the only person you have to negotiate with is yourself. (laughs) You know, what do you want to do? What do you want to, how do you want to spend your time while you're on your, on your break? And so I definitely have taken full advantage. Um, One of the things that was super cool that I got to do while I've been up here is go um, paddle boarding because my birth family gave me money for my birthday and said, do something fun for yourself. They had suggested a spa. I said, spa for a day, um, paddle board for the season. 
So I got myself a paddleboard at Costco and I'm loving it. So I've been doing some paddleboarding and um, I've watched a couple of movies and read some really great books and just really kind of took the time to unwind. And part of, of this time was to help myself to establish a mindfulness practice that I could follow every day, not just when I'm stressed out, not just when something goes wrong, but something that can sustain me every day. Um, Glendon Doyle, who's written some incredible books, talks about how crazy it is that when people are depressed, they go on medication, they start to feel better, and as soon as they start to feel better, they go, I don't need this medication anymore, and then they're off of it. So whatever your medication is, whatever your form of keeping yourself in check, you know, you really need to think about not just getting away from doing the things that are making you feel better once you feel better keep them up keep doing the things that make you feel better and as the waves roll in just like the waves of our life here at thunder beach you know i realize that i i I ride the wave i ride the waves i've surfed those waves you know i'm i'm up and down uh like a roller coaster professionally, personally, as a mother. And here's the thing. Life is short. And, you know, you keep on thinking, well, you know, if I buy this book, maybe I'll get around to doing this. I have bought so many books on mindfulness that I haven't read. You know, um, I did get around to reading one that was recommended to me by some dear friends who run a uh, mindfulness company called uh, Koa Mindfulness Group. And the book is called Good Morning, I Love You by Shauna Shapiro. And essentially the concept of the book is helping you to develop mindfulness practices and the benefits of mindfulness and how self-compassion is so important uh, to being productive, healthy, and happy. And so, you know, when we make mistakes, it's important that we don't beat ourselves up. That, you know, that we teach ourselves resiliency by, you know, basically letting ourselves know that, you know, it's okay, we're going to get through this, you know. I really am being more mindful about the self-talk you know those voices inside you of those voices that say you know that you're crap at something or oh my god what's wrong with you or how could you have done that or my god I can't believe I was late for that you know all those things and I'm not saying it's not about you know giving yourself permission to be a screw-up it's not about that it's about learning and evolving and reframing and figuring things out as we go and the the more compassionate we are the faster we can rebound from these these setbacks so you know it's scientifically proven that approaching life this way is so much better than um, shaming ourselves you know shaming ourselves 
is one of the ways to slow your growth down. We think that we're doing ourselves a favor by beating ourselves up, but you know, as as I'm sure you've heard before, you know, would you talk to your best friend the way you speak to yourself? No. I'm extreme I think I'd like to think of myself as an, as a good friend for the most part. And you know, I try to be non-judgmental, a good listener, someone who you know, someone could come to you and not worry about feeling judged. But yet, I'm the first person to judge myself. And so that's, that's something that I really need to work on. Because, you know, who knows how many more years I'll have left on this earth. I hope another 50. But there's no guarantees. And so I really want to just start living my life with more compassion for myself and the more compassion I believe that I give myself the more compassionate I can be for others and going into this generation of my life is is this 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 part of my life is where the compassion is going to be so critical you know I've got a son starting high school another son starting second year of university and he's moving to Montreal so there's a lot of changes that I'm dealing with. I have a mother who's, who's 81 and is in good health, but that could change. And, you know, I wanna be able to cope through any situation because life isn't about being, you know, life isn't, I think what oftentimes we think is that life is supposed to be good we're supposed to accomplish things we're supposed to do things and when things are when we're doing good things and good things are happening then we can say yes we're happy and we can you know feel good about ourselves but here's the thing life is going to throw you tons of curveballs and that's what life is life is about difficulties and challenges and you know, exploring various possibilities and not being sure of yourself and not knowing where to go next. That's what life is. It's not about the end. It's about the destination, right? So I'm just really trying to help myself to reframe my way of thinking that everything has to be perfect in order for me to be happy. Because that is a recipe for disaster because it's never going to be perfect. There's always going to be some curveball that you didn't expect and it's going to throw you off your game and you're going to feel it. And that's the thing about feelings is that oftentimes when we don't feel like we have the energy or the courage to face things, we push things away. But what we push away comes back stronger and harder. So it's best to compassionately let ourselves to feel the things that are happening in our lives and to and to speak compassionately to ourselves about what we're feeling and not to beat ourselves up. So I think that's that's something that is important and something that I'm taking away from this week, a couple of weeks that I've been away. The other thing is living my life with more intention, you know, waking up, making sure that I build in time to 
set an intention and at the end of the day think about you know how that intention benefited myself or or others and so I'm making time to to pause more to think before I act or just you know I'm very impulsive and it's something that I need to work on and I am working on it takes time to um, rewire your your thinking um, it it takes about 90 days really to um, to get something under your belt and start to ha- see some some wins with it so you can't give up after a week or two of trying and say oh well this isn't for me it didn't work you know you got to put in a good 90 days of practice and then eventually your brain will start to grow that that ability to see in this new direction so be patient so I would say compassion patience and knowing when I'm being biased and keeping an open mind and being curious is another way in which I want to be a mindful leader Um, again not easy because sometimes we don't even realize when we're being biased towards somebody or a situation Um, it isn't until we take time to reflect that we realize like oh maybe I was approaching that with you know, thinking I already knew everything about this and I could have been more open-minded. I could have had a a beginner's mindset about what I was thinking um, and I probably would have had a better outcome. So I think that's another thing that, that I'm realizing is that we all have biases that we have to work through and we need to keep it ourselves open to new ways of thinking and that's what where innovation and creativity will really flow is when we give everybody the space to be who they are and and not think that there's only one way to to get ahead there's lots of different ways to approach things and we just have to be open to to various different ways of looking at things so that's that's another perspective that that I feel like that I'm gaining. Um, I've been tr- doing a lot of guided meditations from Insight Timer that have been really great. There's a journal uh, component to Insight Insight Timer that's great. So I've been recording some notes uh, every day about what I'm observing on my selfcation. <laughs> And it's, it's been great. Also being bonding with my dog. And actually, I think that's a really good dog training trip tip. Is to spend some time just you and your dog. Getting things uh, straightened out. You know, feeding schedules. Um, behavior issues. Because I feel like sometimes when there's multiple people around. The dog gets confused. Or you get confused. <laughs> oftentimes me so while you know here I am sitting thinking 
oh, I'm so mindful. I know that other people would look at me and maybe um, judge me as not mindful because, you know, I'm sure sometimes I come across as scattered, certainly to my children. I'm sure they'd be like, Mom, you're so not mindful. Uh, but again, like I said, comparison is, uh, is not necessary. Um, I don't need to compare myself to other people. I don't need to think about what other people are thinking about me. I just have to keep moving along and doing the best that I can. And just having the conviction that this is important and working towards it is going to make a difference. Um, but I am really going to spend some time before I leave really thinking about how I can keep this going once I get home. And I got to say, it's probably going to involve getting up earlier, which I'm not all that fussed about. Uh, but you know what? I You got to know when your best time is, like during the day or evening. Like when do you, when do the best version of yourself come out and for me I think it's it's definitely uh, daytime and so that means that maybe I need to start getting up earlier so that I can fit in that mindful time before I leave the house or um, have to teach or you know have to deal with family and chores and all that other stuff so I think building in some extra morning time will be a good thing for me and then being disciplined to go to bed you know an hour or so before I actually need to go to sleep and fit in some of those practices that help me to get in touch with with my mindful self doing some stretching some um, gratitude uh, time spent thinking about what went right as opposed to focusing on what went wrong because as you know our, our mind is wired to see the negative. We all have a baseline of happiness and uh, some of us have a high level, some of us have a low, some of us are really optimistic, some aren't, but the tendency for us to, to excel, we need to focus on just one one thing at a time one step at a time and you know it, it it's it's easy to um, be negative to beat ourselves up over things it's harder to to celebrate the small wins because as I said we're hardwired to focus on noticing the things that might embarrass us or make us look, you know, um, look bad or be feel vulnerable. But if you can, at the end of the day, really focus on, you know, one little thing you did that went okay. It doesn't have to be awesome. It doesn't have to be great. But just okay. That's cool too, right? Um, because you know, if we if we just focus on the things that went wrong then that's where our mind is 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 focused on what isn't happening and not what is and what focusing on what is happening that is positive is going to bring you more of that uh, 
you focus a lot on negativity, then it brings you more negativity. So I do believe that our mind is, is a precious resource and we need to make sure we spend time filling it with, with things that will nourish our soul and our mind and not um, feel like we have to go over every little you know, minor thing that might have happened in the day that someone might have been offended by. Chances are, by the time you're in bed and something happened earlier in the day, it's probably forgotten. So I think sometimes we think that what we say and do is way more important to people than what it really is. Uh, You know, not saying that we're not valuable, but I think sometimes we think that we're our words and 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 who we are to other people that it sticks in their mind more than it really does I think most people are worried about their own lives and so they may be momentarily offended by something that you said or done but they go over it pretty quickly so stop beating yourself up and and start being kind and compassionate to yourself I could go on and babble, babble, babble. Um, This is probably even too long as it is. But I hope that you've enjoyed walking with me. And I will ask you to think about, if you want to keep walking, think about how you could bring some level of higher compassion into into your life. Compassion for yourself first. Put the oxygen mask over your, your, your face first before you try to put it on anyone else. As they say when you're flying. I think that the more that we focus on our own well-being, then the better we can show up for others. So your walking prompt, if you continue to walk or the next time you go on a walk, is, is to brainstorm ideas in which you can be more compassionate to yourself. Maybe a staycation or selfcation is is in the books for you. So think about that. Well, enjoy being wise on your walk and we'll see you next time.